Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. You know, it's interesting as things happen in life, and the Lord impresses on me different times to do a certain series. So we're going to look at the Bible in the next couple, two to three weeks on how and if, if you want to win in life, what do we have to do? And I, what I mean by that is all the things that we face with adversity. So let's pray. Father, we come to you this day, this resurrection day. Lord, we're grateful. We're thankful that we can worship in this place to worship you. Lord, we'll never, never take it for granted. Lord, help us to always know what a privilege it is every Sunday without a thought to get up and to worship, to hear from you and the music and the message. Father, we're thankful that we can be here today in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we're going to look at 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 13, and we're going to start this series on are you willing or, or can you be willing or <clears throat> always be willing to fight spiritually? I always say if you, if you attend City Church or maybe you're here for the first time, I always want you to remember that you are made up as a believer of a spiritual being. And, and we forget that so often through the week that, that we are actually spiritual Beings. And, and being that is that we live in this spiritual life. And if we think about that, we pull back and it makes us look at things in such a way to know that, hey, no matter what you're facing today, no matter what you're battling, God's got this. And if we're not thinking in that way and we try and figure out ourselves, all we're going to do, which we all do, is just tie ourselves out. Well, what does 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13 tell us about this battle, about these battles and being willing, being willing to fight spiritually? 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13, God's directing us through his word. This is his word that we're reading. Therefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Therefore, gird up the loins of your mind. What's God telling us there? Well, he's telling us that to, to be ready for that fight because every day you don't know how quickly something is going to change. You know, Tried to take last weekend off and had some problems. My water heater blew up last weekend and then uh, had that on my mind and I was going out to do something. It was raining outside and I went around the back of my SUV. It was in the garage, went around the garage doors up. It's pouring down rain outside, so I, I never go around to one side. Anyways, to make a long story short, run, the, run around the back of the side of it. And I clipped the back of the bumper and I went flying into to my driveway. And as I, I hit the driveway and I'm rolling around, it's, you know, raining out and I'm scraped up and all busted up. 
And as that happens, I, I picture myself, I, I'm not kidding when I'm telling you this, I'm telling you this, that the next, well, about the next hours I'm sitting there, that I'm thinking now, I'm going to relate this some way as an illustration to the church. <laughs> Some way that this hurts, hurts. So, and I'm thinking, you know what? Probably what you're thinking when that happened, you're probably thinking two things. Well, uh, did you break anything? That's the first thing. And probably some of you know me well enough for saying, well, the second thing would be, did you curse? And, 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 and you know, actually, I'm here to tell you today, I, I didn't either one of those. So I was pretty thankful. You know, I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, I really didn't get upset and I'm sitting inside and I'm just like burning all over from where I'm all scraped up. I'm like, oh, did I break anything? Did anything break? You know, here's what I'm getting at with this. I, I just was out in the garage for just one second and everything changed. I mean, so quickly from, oh, everything's fine. I'm hurrying. I'm, I got this I want to do and now I want to do and it all stopped when something happened physically or when something happens to us when we get that phone call. I, 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 the reason that I also stress this day that I've heard from some of you this week, actually many different situations, really, really difficult. And, you know, yeah, it is life, but... The Bible tells us there's a way that, that we can prepare for these battles, here they are, that we can't see. I mean, it's so much easier prepare. Like, you know, when you're looking at it, you've got to deal with something at work and you gotta, you're trying to figure it out. Compared to when something happens that, you, that, was, that was so unexpected, we immediately try to go and say, okay, we're going to go right here in Pharaoh. When God says, I want you to stop for a minute and to be sober. And, and what God is telling us there to where that we can look at it in such a way to where we are thinking clearer than we've ever thought before. How does that happen? The way that that happens is you and I are thinking whatever that is, what God is leading us spiritually as we read his word, whatever we see We've got to look at it differently, and if we look at it differently, is our spiritual life as a believer, God will give you, whether you realize it or not at the time, God will give you the strength to go through that. But we've got to stop, and we've got to see what is happening here. What's happening in my spirit? What is God saying at that time? Well, let's go further and see what God's word says. To gird up the loins of your mind, be sober. We're going to think in such a way, nothing is going to have us look at this in a, in a way that we are jolted by. God's going to let us to be sober and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Rest your hope fully upon the grace that is brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. You know, here, this is how most of us live today. You know, you got your phone, right? Where's your phone? It's right here. It's right. Do you ever watch somebody, whether they're on their computer or on their phone, do you ever see the intensity in their face? Or, you know, you know you're trying to text something. Or, or somebody's on a computer, you know. This is how we live. 
God tells us something in that verse when it comes to facing the battles in this life that you face and I face. Yeah, we all got to look at things close, but the very first thing that we should do, God is saying that we look out past it, whatever it is that we're facing, into the future of what we have through Jesus Christ that the grace that he's given us, that we now that we know we have our salvation. So what God is telling us today, the very first thing that has to happen is when we're sober enough that we think spiritually, we're thinking down the road. And then we come back and we're looking at today. What's the Lord saying? That we rest all that our thoughts are. You're going to rest everything that knowing that God has a plan Ultimately, you're going to heaven and to rest everything that you have, all that you know is rested upon the grace that God gives you. In other words, what do we do when we mess up? We go to the Lord and say, Lord, I shouldn't have done this. Forgive me. Help me. I, you are my heavenly Father. And as I look to you and as I think about that, I'm thinking about heaven. Then when you first think of heaven, pull yourself back into the day. And everything else becomes clear when we look at the big picture. The devil so wants us to live right now for right now. That's how he wants us all to live. Don't think about the consequences. Don't think about the future. Don't think about tomorrow. Whatever you can get for today. What, what is the problem that we see facing all the world today? What did we just celebrate last week? We celebrated Memorial Day. What's Memorial Day? It's about men and women that sacrificed their life so we could have freedom. What do we have today? It's called entitlement. Everybody is entitled to, we, this, is all, this is what, this is best for me. I think I should be this. I should do this. This is what I should have. That creates something very, very dangerous. And what it is, is that if we continue to live that way, it will ultimately be very, very empty. What God tells us to be as the same as he did for us in that sacrifice, if you start to look at other people instead of what you think that you should have or that you missed or that God has a purpose in what's happening right now in your life and he's going to take it for the long haul that other people are going to be in heaven because of what you've experienced in this life. God says be sober and look and rest all that you have. Know that you're going to heaven. That's why we're here today. We wouldn't be here for any other reason if we didn't think that we know that we are secure in heaven, God is our heavenly father. And we hear and we worship him today. And so as we look to him and say, Lord, thank you, I have hope. That's what the Lord's telling us. Let's look and build on that on another verse. 1 Peter chapter 5. 1 Peter chapter 5. And, and notice how it, it complements the verse that we just read. 1 Peter 5 eight and nine. There the apostle again is telling us to be sober. 
He's telling us again, be sober and be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, sinking who he may devour. Do we, do we take every day like that? You know, it's like there's somebody that I, I don't quite understand this. But as the Bible tells us there, that's something, let me read verse 9. Resist him steadfast in the faith. Now, let me stop there. I was looking to somebody talking about how that they were able to go to on this African safari. And as they were down there, the guide says, well, I'll go with you. And as you take a walk out in, into this vast, empty land that you can see for miles, but there's lions there, you know. And um, so they start, they start walking out a certain way. And, and all of a sudden, the couple that's with the guide notices, and they're too far out by then, notices that the guide, he says, hey, uh, where's your gun? Where's your, where's your gun? Where's your shotgun? He goes, oh, I, I don't need one. And the guy started to panic a little bit with his wife, you know. Now they're too far out, and, and they see there's, there's lions coming up, starting to walk towards them. And this is what he said. He said, if you don't panic and let them come up just kind of close to where you are and resist them in such a way as you just stand there, they'll leave. But, but if you run, you're done for. And, and I thought, man, what a biblical analogy that, that you and I have to live in this world. We don't, we don't know what we're going to face tomorrow. We have not a clue. As the Bible says, as we live in this world, the devil wants to take you down, your family, your marriage, everything imaginable you can think of. He wants to tear down. That's his goal for your life. And here, how in the world, because we're not sober, that is, that we decide to live the way of the world. How many got buddies of mine I've talked to over the years, uh, you know, about drinking, you know, and, and, you know, oh, you know, just one drink, one drink. I had a buddy of mine call me. This has been a couple years ago because he was always saying he just has but just, just one or two, you know. How, how much you had? Oh, just one or two, you know. We've heard that before. Anyway, so he called me and he, and he said, he said, no, he said, just, you know, I know you talked about this and told me like all these years about this so and so forth, but he said, he said, man, it, it happened. I said, well, what happened? He said, well, <laughs> they had to help me go home tonight, you know. And he thought it, it would never happen. What I'm here to tell you today, if we are not sober in our spirit every day and we're not looking in such a way that the devil is, he is going to come. He's coming after us. But when he does, if we are there to stand against him, in truth, as the Bible tells us in James, even the demons flee at the name of Jesus. If we stand at our faith, when you first hear whatever it is that happens this week, when you first hear and you pull back, wait a minute, my rest, I rest everything I have in the grace and hope of Jesus Christ. First, I know I'm going to heaven. Secondly, I pull that back in today and the grace that he gives me right now to live with. He's going to give me when all that dust clears, the wisdom 
that I need from heaven to battle this. And the way that I battle it is I don't run from it. Do you ever get, you know, certain bills in the mail? And you know that the bill is bigger than what you, you know it's bigger than what you're hoping, right? And what do, you, what, do, what, do some, what do we all do so many times? We don't open it. We just leave it there on the counter. We think that some way it's just going to not be what we thought it was going to be. And guess what? It's not going to change anything that's in there. It's there. We have to deal with it. The devil lives in this world. He's the prince and the power of this air. He's coming at you and I from every angle that we can imagine. God's saying, I've equipped you. So be ready. Know that it's going to be a battle. Be ready for that battle to know that you're going into this world, but you can see in such a way that God has equipped you already for where the devil's going to come at you, wherever, whatever it might be. I don't know what it is. Could be your health, could be your finances, all those things we just mentioned a minute ago. Let me read it again. Be sober, be vigilant. In other words, be diligent. Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking who he may devour. Resist him. How? Steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. You know, you ever say to yourself, and we all do, why does this happen to me? Why me? Some way, somehow, through the history of believers, what you're going through, what I go through, they've experienced. And to know that if, if we know in that way, I, I want you to get this. Know that whatever you go through, this is so important. Know that it's not a punishment from God. Know that this is life. We don't understand all of it. But as we, as we face this life, the devil wants to take you out as a believer. Or if he can't take you out, he wants you to destroy your testimony. And if we're steadfast enough in our faith, we're always going to win. And to know that some way, somehow, that if I can just understand, God, God's not picking on me or, or this has only happened to me. Now, others have experienced this. And the hope is that you and I look it back at the way others experienced it, then that gives us hope. If God gets them through, he's going to get me through too. He's no respecter of persons. And you, as his being our heavenly father, you are his child. And that grace that we have is to know that, yeah, you're going to mess up. Said, Lord, forgive me. I've, I've done this and help me to, to do better. And Lord, I don't understand what I'm going through this week, but I'm going to get in there and I'm going to fight this because you have equipped me to battle. And if you and I are going to just sit down there and let the devil do whatever he's going to do, shame on us because we've been equipped in this life by the power of Jesus Christ to defeat anything the devil has to throw against you and against me. We're equipped. Let's close with this. Then how are we as we close today, knowing that we're, we see in such a way to know that if we resist and are always willing to battle, 
But how does that all come together? I, I just felt it was important. I used this a few weeks ago and I'll close with this verse again in Revelation chapter 12, verse 7. Actually, let me give you a little Bible trivia, you know, the same chapter if you don't know it. You, you know, we always hear or see certain times in the world, the, the, the I, I guess especially if you want to talk about more months ago or whatever, Halloween, that, you know, you see the devil, whatever someone or a picture someone's dressed up like the devil you, you see him with the tail and more like red and 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 like a dragon that's that's revelation that's in revelation chapter 12 so if you really want to know he talks about the red fiery dragon the devil that's just just a little side note i thought you might want to know today okay <laughs> let's close revelations 12:11 and they believers and they overcame him meaning the devil by the blood of the lamb by the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony and they did not love their lives unto the death three things we close with today. what's the first thing they overcame we know we celebrate that's why we're here today I believe every time someone is willing to worship and come through these doors or turn it on on whatever app that we have. God is going to bless them, bless you for being here. Why? Because there's something that we can only get it. And when we honor him and honor what he has done, the sacrifice which he has given us, the same as we had Memorial Day, as long as we sacrifice what those have done that gave their life. Jesus gave his life for us. And if we're willing to say, Lord, every day of every week, and especially on Sunday. Lord, I realize this is only because of you that I can win anything, anything in life. And through your blood, Jesus, and on your death, your resurrection, Lord, I can come to you and I can mess up. Lord, forgive me because I, I know as a believer, you already saved me and you put in whenever the Lord saved you years ago. And Lord, through your blood that this Victory has already been won. That's what he wants us to know. Know that whatever you're going to battle in your health, your finances, your situations, your relationships, whatever it is, if you turn it over to Jesus, that battle has already been won. We over, the Bible says we are more than overcomers through Christ Jesus. We overcome the devil through the blood of the Lamb and through the word. Here it is, through the word of your testimony. Why did I say that the way I did in bringing it up again this week? You know, I, I don't do it too often. I was with somebody this week, and, and I was able to share a little bit of my testimony. And part of that testimony, I, kind of, I don't want to say I forgot, but I kind of forgot. And, and I'll share every now and then here. But, I, you know, and I went through just in five minutes what I've been through and what it did for, for me. I hope it did something for them. But you don't believe what your testimony does for you when you hear it, what the Lord did for you. And, and one of the things I said, yeah, nine years ago, I was being evicted out of an apartment that I was living. Yeah, I got home and I walked in a door. I patting the wall. Lord, thank you, my dogs, you know, the whole thing. Wow. Nine years ago, I was basically going to, seriously, not to, whatever, but I, no place, nothing. It was it. 
And I'll never forget months later when I went back in to pay the rest of the runoff after I had moved into the townhouse that, that you know, between my brother and I and my mom and my, my parents were, had passed away and my mom, I mean, actually my mom was dying and it was just a really difficult time. And I moved to this townhouse, which the Lord worked out for me. And I went back in months later to pay the rest of the runoff that I was so back at, at the place that was affecting me. And she looks at me, the manager of the rental place, goes, I thought I'd never see you again. <laughs> wow. And I thought this week, where I was nine years ago, where the, how the Lord has so watched over me, I am no different than you. You all have a story. And if you don't quit and you keep fighting, you see, Dallas, sometimes I don't, want to fight. I'm too exhausted. I can't do it anymore. You know what? The Lord knows that. And he just picks up that sword for you for a little while and he does it in a way that you can't even imagine. He knows that you don't have the strength. But we can do all things through him. No, just know this as I close. And the Bible says God's word, and they did not love their lives to the death. If you and I live in such a way that our focus is always, always knowing, there's, there's more to it than this. In other words, what we see, there's more to it. Has to be. How many times are we going to learn from the, I remember a guy had just, his company was bought for $2 billion. And they interviewed him, which he basically started the company himself, so he had really not hardly any money invested at all, just a lot of hard work for a few years. And he was sold out for $2 billion. And they interviewed him months later. He talked about, he wasn't a believer, didn't know the Lord, how miserable that he was. Just totally miserable. I thought, man, how many times do we have to hear that? In this world that we live in, to know what we have in Jesus is everything. And if you and I can look through whatever you're facing right now, don't quit, don't give up. Through the blood of Jesus Christ, through the word of your testimony, it's no different what you're going through than what you went through years ago. It might have been a different circumstance, but God's saying, I'm still here. I'm still going to get you through. And when you can't fight, I will fight for you. What more do we want? Knowing that then the Lord says, don't look at this life. Don't hold it like this. Let it go and saying, I'm looking to heaven. And every time I look to heaven, then I can pull back into this earth and everything comes together. From the way I see. Not from my circumstance. Because you're going to leave here today. Or you're going to turn this off today. And you're still going to have that same envelope sitting on your countertop in your kitchen. That doesn't change. But when God strengthens us in such a way. Man, it, you can't explain it to anybody. And you remind yourself what Jesus has done in your life. 
and in your family. And he says, I'm here with you. I've equipped you. See life in a way that others don't. See it through heaven's viewpoint and know. And just a matter of five minutes, this battle that you're facing, I'm facing right now, in five minutes, will be over. And we will be in eternity with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. With our parents who taught us the way or with our mates who are not here with us anymore. We're going to be there forever because the Lord says our life is a vapor. And before you know it, we're there forever and ever. So what you face today, what I face today, the Lord's saying he's not making, I'm not making light of it at all. But stand against the devil when he comes at you and fight in the name of Jesus through the blood of the cross of Calvary and know whatever you face when you don't have the strength God comes through and we're reminded once again man I just stay close to Jesus I'm more than an overcomer I will win every time let's pray as our heads are bowed, what is it that you're facing today? What, <clears throat> knowing that you have to always be willing to fight. What do you just kind of throw on the road or throw down and say, I just don't want to deal with this. We're all that way. But God gives us a way through his son, Jesus Christ. And if you're here today, you've caught that hopefully as a believer. But if you're here today and you don't know Jesus, we always give an opportunity whether someone's watching, listening, or here today. If you don't know Jesus as your Savior, the good Lord tells us in his word that for whosoever, whosoever, anyone shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved if you're willing to believe. All you have to do is pray this prayer, Jesus, I don't understand everything, but I know you're speaking to me. I believe that you're God's son and that you shed your perfect blood on the cross of Calvary for me. And right now, Jesus, by faith, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me, Jesus, for all of my sins. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. Father, I thank you that we can always present your word, always present the gospel, and always give hope. Lord, may we rest in the hope that you've given us. Lord, if there's someone here today, which we always do, make a friend bring a friend or a family member. If they don't know you as their saviors, Ben leads us in a closing verse today. May they come forward and I can show them in your word what I just shared. And they can accept you and find heaven is their home. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, 
Through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on a cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope knowing that Jesus is your Savior and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.